0: Hi Travelers, welcome to another TGN live event where the stethoscope meets the suitcase and every event is a journey into a heart of travel healthcare. I'm your host Rachel Alton, the online community manager for the Gypsy Nurse and today we are talking allied and travel nursing trends for 2024 with AMN. But before we get started, let's take a moment and see how the Gypsy Nurse can help you along your journey. TGN is a one-stop-shop resource for travel healthcare workers. You can plan your next assignment with our downloadable Travel Nurse Guide. You can find your next assignment with our job board or find a place to stay from our housing partner, Furnish Finder. And there's so much more that you can unlock on thegypsynurse.com, From insightful interviews with industry experts to in-depth discussions on... Healthcare Trends, our platform is a valuable resource for both seasoned professionals and those considering a career on the move. You can listen to the session and others on demand on the gypsy nurse.com, as well as the TravCon podcast page if you go to TravCon.org. Not only are we the largest online community for travel healthcare workers, but we are also the largest in-person conference that we hold in Las Vegas every single year. You can meet up with other travelers, with your recruiters, meet new recruiters, get CEs at a great price, learn more about the travel healthcare world, and dance the night away at our infamous after party. This is happening September 22nd through the 25th. You do not want to miss it. Also, speaking of Allied, you are welcome we have sessions for you we even have a little mixer for you guys too for you all to come in and join the travel world so we all want you we want you to be there so early bird tickets are on sale still for $3.99 you don't want to miss us out if you've gone years before you get 20% off of that so be sure to go to travcon.org to learn more so diving into more allied and travel nursing let's talk about the trends with amn and their panel we have Sandra, danielle michelle and rob so let me bring everybody
1: up we have a crew here hi guys welcome back hi rachel We're so happy to be back, and I'm so excited, um, uh, first of all, that TravCon is coming up. I feel like it's going to be here before we know it, um, and I'm sure we all want to dance the night away, so hopefully we get um, all kinds of great uh, travel nursing professionals, wannabes, long terms, um, and allied t- uh, people there as well. How fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let you take it
0: away. Was super excited about this session.
1: Perfect. Well, hello, everybody. Um, If you have been on these before, my face is maybe a little bit familiar, um, but my name is Sandra. I'm a Divisional Vice President at AMN Healthcare, and I am so excited to welcome my very diverse panel today. Uh, Typically, we talk a lot about travel nurse specifically, but we heard from you, our wonderful Gypsy community, uh, that you wanted to hear more from our allied team and then also our per diem or local business. So I'm excited at this group I've got. Um, Before I have them introduce themselves, I just want to say, thank you to all of you uh, for everything that you do out there. Uh, we would not be where we are today. Um, we wouldn't have the patient care that we need. Um, in our hospital settings or client, whatever those client settings might be without you. So just first of all, um, a huge resounding thank you for everything that you do um, every day. But without further ado, I know we have a lot to talk about. Um, I'm gonna have my co-presenters introduce themselves. So Danielle, you're at the top of my screen. Um, Tell us a little bit about who you are.
2: Hi there, I'm Danielle B. I am a Director of Recruitment for um, our Nursing and Allied segment, but I specialize in travel nurse. Um, I have been in the role for almost eight years and um, I've also been a previous recruiter for our um, previous Nurses Rx brand. So excited to bring
1: some knowledge to the table here. Thanks, Danielle, and Rob, you're up next for me.
3: So uh, my name's Rob Nivola. I'm a Director of Recruitment uh, Again, NAS, but within our allied travel business, uh, I have worked in all areas allied. Uh, so schools, in a um, little bit in home health, uh, hospitals, IRL, you know, you name it, I've I've been through that. Uh, I've been with Ammon for about seven years now, and uh, spent about two to three years in each of those areas.
1: A wealth of knowledge, and I'm sure the group is going to learn all kinds of good stuff from you. <laughs> and then, last but not least, we have Miss Michelle.
4: Hi, thanks for having me. My name is Michelle and I am a local nurse recruiter, meaning that I help with per diem shifts or local assignments close to home. I recruit both nurses and allied positions and everything from hospitals to subacute to home health, you name it, we have it.
1: Definitely a wealth of knowledge on uh, this group call that we've got here um, and with this panel. So I would love to hear from all of you that are listening. Um, First of all, where are you joining us from? It's always fun to see where our listeners are um, logging in from. Um, But then also, if you have questions, this is the group to ask. Um, We are going to be going through a couple of just kind of trends and things to look out for in the marketplace. Um, We'll talk about more seasoned uh, or tenured travelers, uh, whether you be on the nursing your allied side, maybe some things that have changed over the last couple of years, um, and how to really prep yourself for the current market. But I'm going to start us off with uh, Michelle. Um, We talked a little bit yesterday and kind of prepping for this meeting um, about the importance of um, in this market, but really any market being really transparent and open with your recruiter. Tell us a little bit more about that.
4: Absolutely. So one of the things here at the local side is we really like to develop relationships with our um, healthcare workers, whether it be a nurse or some type of technician or a CNA. We want to see what you are looking for and try and help you reach your goals, whether it be flexibility, your adaptability to go to school or manage um, things at home. We want to make sure that you are aware what we can offer you and that let's just have a conversation let's keep an open mind sometimes i get requests that may not i may not be able to fulfill at the moment but something may happen in 6 months yeah. so it's great to develop that relationship and just keep in touch
1: Absolutely. Um, And in that relationship, you can really understand what the motivation for your candidate or clinician is, right? And Rob, I know you were talking a little bit about this and really um, whether it's allied, nursing, local, travel, being able to understand those motivations really help us as um, recruiter career counselors.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think if you're working with a great recruiter, they're going to challenge you. It's going to be respectful and and it's going to be Um, You know, again, the right recruiter, you've had that good conversation, you've covered all those things you want. The suggestions are going to be things that you maybe don't meet all of your requirements, but would fit some of them in really high areas. Um, I I think, you know, one of my favorite examples of this is I had a clinician who'd only ever lived in the north, only ever uh, North Dakota, Wyoming, you know, traveled all across the north and was asking me for jobs in Arizona. And I just happened to have some random position open up in Alaska that seems to fit all of her criteria except for suddenly Arizona, um, and she she pushed back on me a little bit before we we got her out there, um, and then three years later she's still out there, she's married and she has a kid, uh, you know she met her husband. She's very thankful for
1: that Alaska position, Rob. <laughs> yeah.
3: and, and, and so you know it's just. got to listen to people and make smart suggestions. And if you have a great recruiter, like they're going to be doing that for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's the value of, you know, you getting involved in that conversation too. It's not just about, I mean, you're traveling, you're going all across the country. It's not just about, you know, what are you going to do day in and day out for work? It's about what's going to be around you and what are you going to be enjoying? And and that's kind of how we have to, um, you know, assist and help you and make sure that we're getting you the best thing possible.
1: Absolutely. Um, and such a great story. Um, definitely that Alaska versus Arizona thing is is funny, but it's something that happens pretty consistently and knowing um, knowing our candidates, our clinicians and where where their interests lie and what is that time spent out of work, because we do also want you to enjoy that time spent out of work. Um, Danielle, this does bring up, though. Um, For those of us who have been in the industry for a little while, what Rob is talking about is kind of taking us back pre-COVID, which is really the market that we're entering to um, or in again, right? Facilities, clients, hospitals, whatever you want to say, are really normalizing. And so it's not just that throw spaghetti at the wall kind of thing anymore. We have to be a little bit more um, strategic about where we're going. So that's where this conversation helps. What would you add to that, Danielle, especially in this market?
2: I think it's um, a supply and demand kind of thing. So we hear you all day long about what you're wanting. And I think we really want to dive deep into those motivations. So when you tell us you want a specific location, including the what behind the why is really important, um, so that we can understand how important it is for you to be there. If it is A sick family member then then that location is not negotiable but maybe we are going to look at options of um what types of units we're looking at maybe we're going to try to throw spaghetti at the wall to see what we can get to stick um so we can make sure you are in that location maybe um we're talking pay and um i I talk a lot about with my travelers like a want versus a need and i think it's really important to understand like your bottom line and also your goals, long term and short term, so that we can come up with a strategic career plan for you um, and make sure that you are prepared. So what that might look like is um, Sandra mentioned The market is different post-pandemic, and it is different more than ever um, about what jobs we have, about the pay, but more specifically about who's getting the jobs, and that's the people with the references on file ahead of time. That's the people who are prepared to sell themselves both in an interview and ahead of time through their recruiter. So allowing us to know certifications and awards and things that set you apart from the next person in line is super important
1: right now. Absolutely. And I feel like our clinicians, nurses, allied professionals are probably the worst at selling themselves because it's just not your normal kind of, you know, you take care of other people. You don't need to tout all the things that you do, but we want that. Um, Rob, I question for you, right? I think for those of our, our people who are listening, it's almost like if your recruiter isn't asking you these deeper questions that Danielle's talking about, you probably have the wrong recruiter.
3: No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like like that's, it, it I always call it a relationship. Um, one of my um, good friends and, and one of my original mentors when I was recruiting used to call the first call a, a date. She'd say, you know, let's let's have a coffee date and sit down and you know have a conversation. And it, it got people in the right headspace of, you know, this is me learning you. Cause if we're not gonna be good partners together, I wanna get you in a better spot when I'm done talking to you than when you started. And if that's one conversation and we know like, hey, I'm not the right recruiter match, like let me find you the right one. And then you can build that relationship and be able to have you know, that that really solid career partner. When you're traveling and you're stepping out of your comfort zone and you're going all these new places, there's a lot of, of scary there. And so having a really strong partner that you have full faith and confidence in, such an important part of the process.
1: Yeah absolutely um and i have to share just the funny story that we just talked about but rob your uh candidates really trusted you um especially when they're going on actual first dates out there right
3: (laughs) yeah so we were talking about uh another talk i guess that had first date conversation in it and um one afternoon i got a random location share on my iphone and she sent me uh, the clinician sent me a message she's like look um my parents have Androids and I'm going on a date with somebody. Uh, I need you to know if I'm kidnapped, you know, call my parents. And uh, it was just, it was the funniest thing. And I, you know, called her the next day and asked how the date went and no kidnappings, thankfully. Um, But it was, it was, yeah, it was a lot of trust in that moment for sure.
1: Definitely. But those are the types of relationships that we like to have. Maybe not quite to the sharing location point, but (laughs) that's when you know you've really made it. Um, But Michelle, we talk a lot about this from the travel perspective, but this relationship building matters in local or per diem work as well.
4: Absolutely. I tend to talk to my clinicians at least once a week. So we are very, we're very close. I learn all about their families their goals, where they're traveling, where they're taking vacations. And I really want to reiterate that relationship building and also finding our clinicians a position that suits their needs. If I can meet four out of five of their criteria, that is a great fit. If I can meet five out of five, that's outstanding. Um, but, you know, I, I run across people on the local side who are very goal-driven as to where they're finding balance in their life. I may work with a lot of travelers, you know, it come they come through. So they're in between assignments or they're on an assignment in a location where I can find them per diem in that location as well. So they can pick up an extra shift. Say they've got a 36 hour a week contract and they're, they're say, Hey, every other week I want to pick up another, a, another shift. And this is where I'm going to be. And we start that credentialing process ahead of time. We get them prepared. Like Danielle had said, the people that have everything up front are the people that are going to get those positions because they are, there are limited numbers. Uh, It's also a balance for people who have families. I right now I have a nurse in Southern California. He and his wife are both nurses. They just had a baby. I think the baby is probably about five months old now. So she's working during the week. He quit his staff job and he's just doing per diem with us on the weekends, and that works for them. Yeah, you know absolutely. it provides him that time outside of the the family, but also he's home with the baby during the week. And whether it's long term for him and her or not, it, it's a it's a fix for now. Um, right.
1: And I think that's how we have a couple of comments in the chat, Michelle, but I think that's the beauty Um travel RN with Gina said that's awesome you have per diem availability, um, and then nurse travels let us know they're joining from Maryland but that's the beauty of working with AMN is that you have really everything that you need um, to progress you through your career. So if that's um, changes in your family situation, or, you know, maybe you've just graduated from school, you've got a little bit of experience, and you're ready to travel someplace else. Danielle, talk to us a little bit more about what that can look like um, in working with AMN Healthcare.
2: Gosh, I'm very passionate about this, um, which is a good sign because basically what we have started to coin the phrase as is we are one AMN. We service you and meet you where you are at all levels of your career for all types of people. And so um, I think of, you know, for me, I have, you know, unfortunately I've seen people where they have too large of a gap in between travel assignments. Well, let me be your career advisor and introduce you here to Michelle and allow you to pick up per diem shifts in the area. Let me help you if you're looking because now you have a newborn baby like Michelle suggested, and maybe you want to stay perm and you need some stability in your life, let me recommend you to our permanent placement position and um, recruiter. Let me show you the different places where we can meet you in your career. And all of that to be said is it's, it's so important because We have those connections and you don't need to look further. You don't need to do more work. Um, We have really gone a long way in technology and will continue to do so. And the purpose of that is to make your job and your experience with AMN more simple by being able to upload your credentialing, to be able to see all of our offerings in one place through our AMN passport app and allowing you to be met where you need to be met. And even if that changes from... Week to week, month to month, year to year, um, we will meet you there because we have those offerings.
1: I love that, Danielle. And such a good uh, transition for us also into something else we really wanted to talk about, which is this digitalization um, of healthcare. And I think for all of you that are listening, you've felt this, right? Um, Back in the day, it was switching from all that paper charting to um, electronic medical records, and that was a big shift, right? But there's, I would argue, even a bigger shift that's occurring right now, um, especially post-COVID, and was really maybe accelerated through COVID because of the distancing and um, and different things that came up, Rob. I know this is something that you love to talk about. So tell me a little bit more about um, this piece.
3: Yeah, I mean, when we think about trends in healthcare staffing, um, we are going through our digital revolution like right now. So EMR, we're you know probably ten years old now. But when you think we think about getting into that that how and where it affects staffing, and you know a lot of service industries um, staffing no exception, are moving to self-service at that front end level. And one of the things that you need to look out for with that is is this self-service pointed towards me and helping me? Or is this self-service pointed towards um you know the facilities? Is it pointed towards the company itself that's pushing it out? I mean, my mortgage company has a million downloads and it's a terrible app. It's very clunky, hard to use, everything like that. And so you'll see a lot of people out there just touting downloads and you know don't look at our reviews look at our downloads um and so when we think about passport and you know how that's developed or really um you know not something that a clinician will see but we have so many internal technologies right now that we're, we're designing and making assistive um to our um you know internal team members every single meeting i'm in at every time that we start talking about a new technology or start exploring enhancement the very first question in the meeting, in in the heart of the meeting, is, you know, how do we leverage this to improve clinician experience? Yeah. And and it's so important that as we develop these technologies, that we develop them in a way that enhances the clinician experience and allows you not to have to worry about where your paycheck's coming from, where you're going to sleep at night, you know, where the next job is. Like, let us be the business and worry about the business side of of your career and, and getting you the best pay, the best locations, the best everything and you know you can worry about patient care because that's where this is all pointing towards and so this self-service technology is really designed for when you've just come off a night shift and you know somebody's going to call you today because your bls is expiring you need to renew it you can just upload that picture in the morning you can go sleep and not have to worry about somebody calling you at one o'clock in the afternoon for that bls and so um really moving to a, a around the clock model for you so that you can constantly have support. And then we can continue to focus on that career development for you. And how do we get you to that next best step? Um. so real quick, I know, Sandra, no, no, but real quick before like we, we move on, like I want to go back to that original point of like that, that first conversation with your recruiter, talk about the five-year plan you know, a lot of times I get people really focused on, you know, what's that first job that I'm going to get to? And, you know, how can you help me right here in the moment? But if you don't discuss long-term goals with your recruiter, you're robbing yourself of an opportunity to have somebody looking out for you and and steering your career. And like Danielle said, like, as your life changes, like life is going to change over a five-year plan, you know, we're now aligned where we can start sharing those tools with all of our internal partners and making sure that we're supporting you through the length of your career and not just what's my next travel assignment.
1: And I think what I want to echo, Rob, of what you just said, and what I really want to stand out to this group is that the clinician experience, your experience is at the center of what drives us forward. We want to make sure that you are taken care of so that you can take care of the thing that we all are here for, which is patient care. Um, So by being that person that can help you guide your career discussion, who can help you with those next steps, um, that's really where we wanna be. Danielle, I know we talk about um, what that looks like from a five-year perspective as well, to what Rob was talking about, but there are things with um, with like flexibility of a clinician and where they wanna be next. Tell us a little bit more about how travel can really be beneficial to your career, not just a a great place as far as location goes.
2: Um, I think of more like directly the impact to like a resume building experience with you. Um, I can think of a really, really um, amazing opportunity that we are being offered right now by one of our facilities, and that is... If you are an ICU nurse and you want to gain CVICU nursing experience, a magnet facility is willing to train you. And so for me, what I'm hearing is I am impacting your life by being able to increase your skill set by placing you in a job that maybe isn't in the location that you want. Maybe, um, maybe is going to be a step in a different direction than you had anticipated because you really wanted to go to California um for summer but um when the opportunities are there you must take them and so i think of um people i've worked with who have only worked in access hospitals and so they've never worked in a trauma facility they've never worked in a hospital with bed size over 250 they um, they may have had to forego a day shift that they thought they felt they wanted so that they could gain experience and therefore open more doors for them in the future.
1: Yeah. Um, And huge, that doesn't come up all the time, right? The ability to, especially in a travel assignment or something that's not at your, your perm facility, being able to train on the job, learn in a different setting. All of those things um, can be offered to you with this conversation. Also to Rob's point of what does the five-year plan look like? Where do you want to be? But then what's out there that may be outside of my comfort zone as far as a location or area, but that I'm really willing to try something different on. Um, So I'll transition a little bit for us. It's a, a little bit of a hard transition, but- Um, We've talked about the relationship building with your recruiter. Hopefully you've all heard that is critical. And if you're not having a recruiter, if you don't have a recruiter that asks you those additional questions, find a new recruiter because those things matter and they matter a lot right now. um, Especially in given market, we want to be uh, the person who touts all of the amazing things that you do and get you into this travel journey. So have the relationship um, and yeah, I have questions for yourself too, right? Make sure that you're having that dialogue back and forth. Uh, there's a lot of digitalization that's happening. Hopefully you've heard me say it, you heard Rob say it, we'll say it again, but you are at the center of what drives us forward as far as um, being a tech-centric total talent solutions company. That means a lot of things, um, but you are at the center of that. So utilizing the Passport app um, to upload credentials, but then also look for, you know, what does that next dream assignment look like, or how do I want to continue to grow? Michelle, something that I want to transition us to that Passport can also help with is Maybe the intimidating or scary part about travel or local assignments, um, it's the big C word, which is credentialing. (laughs) So tell me uh, about like credentialing is, it seems to be an area where, and I get it, there's a list of items that come at you, but um, why is that important for our clinicians on the phone call right now to really understand primarily for a local assignment?
4: Yes. So. Recently, with COVID, there was a lot of what we'd call commuted or uh, crisis credentialing standards where it was very minimal. You know, give me your license and your BLS card and three of your immunizations, and you were ready to work. Things are not like that anymore. We're back to standard credentialing. So we will onboard you per the facility requirements. So, for instance, one facility may require a flu immunization as to where a different facility may allow you to have a a waiver or just, you know, decline that immunization. So it's really important to have yourself a folder, whether it's on your cloud or perhaps in a, just a file on your computer or your phone where you have your immunizations, your COVID card is a big one, your recent, you know, BLS with that QR code, Um, All those certifications downloaded so that way when I say, hey, you know, I've got this opportunity for you and we connect and we start talking and we find that it's a great fit, you're pretty much ready to go minus maybe some EMR training or some docu-signs just understanding certain hospital policies. So it's so important to be ready ahead of time. Uh, Also, another thing that I want to reiterate, Danielle touched on it briefly with those references yeah so when you go on these assignments whether they be per diem or it's a travel assignment it's so important to build those relationships with those other nurses other allied professionals to, you know to build that to say you know would you recommend me for another assignment and i don't think it's a hard ask because if you're there and you're putting your best foot forward they're definitely going to say yes that we'd love to have you back or anyone would be lucky to have you so that's something that I always want to, you know, drive home is to make yeah. sure to make those connections. And um, Danielle, when you mentioned the ICU position for the with the CBICU training, that is a great resume builder. So and per diem is another way to get those resume builders. So we do have magnet facilities, teaching facilities that you may be at a community hospital. So it may be good to get that you know, drive 25 miles and get that experience and get it on your something resume. Different.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So much good stuff that you hit on there, Michelle. Just that preparedness. Rob, I know you're itching to jump in here because um, one place that they can load their credentials is the AM Passport app. So tell us a little bit about that. And um, I think especially as it pertains to references.
3: Yeah, so um, that is is definitely something that we noticed. Um, I think a lot of clinicians that started traveling during COVID right now are frustrated because they're like, man, this is, you know, each facility seems more frustrating, more complex than last one. It's because they slowly strip these requirements back into it as they, um, you know, realign the workforce. And one of the things that Passport does really well, it's we have quick links in there. So when you're on a travel assignment and you're talking to your manager, um, And then they have a new traveler standing there the next 13 weeks. And then 13 weeks later, they have another traveler standing there. And then suddenly you really need that reference for two years of referencing. Nine months later, they might not have that fresh memory of you anymore. But in the moment, you can just put their email on your phone, send them a quick link, and they can go complete that uh, reference online. And I think the normal turnaround time on that's like under five minutes Um and now you have a reference on file from them and you can just make sure you have that app in your hand each time um you know you're at that facility, uh, you know, next facility so that you can get, you know, those quick manager references and you're probably gonna be in there anyways. Like we do a lot of our timekeeping through there. So your the manager's probably gonna be improving your time through there. There's gonna be other uh, opportunities to do it, and and that was part of the intent was you know. I don't want to have to interact with 50 systems so that I can walk in here and do my job in a hospital, especially when I have to interact with one system, do my scans, and then load it into an EMR, and then do five other things before I I can leave for the day. And so it's, you know, how do we defrustrate that Mm back-end process? Like, we know we're a big company. We know that we have a department for everything, and that, you know, it's sometimes a lot of people to talk to and intimidating, but if you can all interact with it one spot, one place, and you don't have to go anywhere else, like... Um, we heard it. We heard it loud and clear that that would yeah. make that simpler and and make the um, overall process of interacting with us and interacting with travel, just less frustrating. And and so we have worked hard and uh, honestly are still doing a lot of investment, a lot of work to make sure yeah. that we keep moving that forward and, and really give you a one stop shop to be able to not just, again, get a reference, but find a next career, or load your payroll, or check oh, wow. your pay stubs, all that in one spot so you don't have to bounce around anymore.
1: And I think even more than that, too, Robin, Danielle, I know you want to jump in here with just the proactiveness of that. But it's more than just taking the frustration out of the credentialing process, which is going to be the same to some extent, regardless of who you travel with or the next time you get a PERM assignment. Um, So we listened to you. We had clinician panels come in to really tell us what they needed. Um, and that really is how the Passport app has been built. So if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure you download our Ammon Passport app. Um, and, but the second part is we heard from you that you really wanted a community and you wanted to um, know who's in the area or what they're doing and to hear from your fellow um your fellow travelers and allied or nursing whether it be local or um you know traveling afar all the way across the country so we really wanted to provide that to you and it is to rob's point that one stop shop for everything. Danielle something to add here.
2: I just think it's so important to be proactive in all um places of the like experience of um, when you're looking for jobs, if you're being proactive by using the tools that we have, it it's going to get you the job more likely than not because you already had the references. Because when we ask for them and the job has been posted, timing is not in your favor at that point. It's great that we can submit you, but you're not going to be reviewed for an offer if you don't have what the facility is requiring ahead of time. And sometimes we do need to submit those ahead of time. So, um, When you don't have references, then we have to go track them down. Then we have to process them. Like the timing isn't in your favor. And And speed is more important now than ever. So, um, thinking about being proactive, like while you're there, while you're on assignment, what can you do? What can you take into your own hands? It's not because we don't want to do the work. It's because we want those things ready for you when the right opportunity pops up. Mm -hmm. And then the worst part is just the stress. I'm sure I can only imagine putting myself in the shoes of a traveler, um, you've accepted an assignment. That's supposed to be a really exciting time. You're also changing your life in the sense of you're moving to a place you may have never moved before away from family, perhaps. And the last thing we want to be doing is hounding you for last minute documents, but that is the process. And so when you think about it, it's the proactiveness of of every job you take, you're probably going to need your BLS. So just having Mm -hmm. that ready at our fingertips is one less thing we your mom have to ask for like it's yeah. just it's not we don't want to make it difficult for you just think of what you need to take an assignment think of what yeah. you need to sell yourself and, and create this really really beautiful profile Um, create this really beautiful like just collection of everything that we can bring to you as a um, travel company and a, a, a staffing company so that we can get the jobs you want help you to start on time
1: um, yeah. and all of those things. Yeah, absolutely, Danielle. So much good stuff there about just being proactive. Um, we want to help you. Passport can help you house a lot of those things. And then we've got access to them right away, which is great. It makes the process faster. Um, and we know, so travel around with Gina just said she had the longest onboarding process. It was two days completing modules, and it was just for a per diem job. So we know that that happened. So if we can cut down some of that list earlier on, um, we would love to help. But there, I mean, we do have clients that have very specific needs and to rob's point um they're getting back to their pre-covid credentialing checklist which is i'll say here honestly just as frustrating for us as it is for you because it's more stuff that we have to find but michelle anything to um to add to what the group has been talking about here as far as that proactiveness how this is helpful um and it sounds like difficulty with maybe tracking references so any suggestions or recommendations
4: Uh, So I guess my recommendation is so a lot of times I'll have people locally who will do per diem at more than one health system in a certain location, whether it be Southern California, New York, Florida, wherever, wherever we're doing per diem. So once you have all those credentials for one health system, and you've got all that medical stuff in there, the references, and let's just say you want to start doing per diem at a different health system, or you want to move over to travel. All of that's preloaded. So there's very minimal to do on your end. So it's so nice just to have yourself prepared. And that way, when you're ready for a next step, you have that information readily available for your recruiter. And I don't have to call you three, four times for the same thing or text you um, at an inconvenient time. Um, it's it's all there. so it's it's really good to be proactive and I love it when my clinicians are like that. Sometimes yeah. I've I have one clinician. He has the trophy. He credentialed with one of our health systems in Southern California. He holds a trophy for three days. I mean, doing all the modules, getting through everything. all the drug screening, oh. everything. He holds my record, and we've been working together for three years. And I tease him all the time that he needs to find people just like him to, to work for us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We know that it's a big part of the process. So anywhere we can help just alleviate some of that stress and pressure to Michelle's point, we don't like to have to call you to chase down um, a BLS card or whatever that thing might be. We like to have the conversations that Rob's talking about, where we really get to know you. What does that career look like? Um, We're getting close to our time. So I'll just do a quick, maybe round Robin, Danielle, I'll start with you, but um, just maybe a quick piece of advice that you would give for this group as they're, um, looking to start in travel or per diem, um, or maybe as they continue to in this current market?
2: I think it is absolutely acceptable to have a plan, but you have to be willing just like in life to accept what um, someone else's plan is maybe for you. And we know what what you want, but we also know what there is. And so um, we always want to meet you where we can. And I, I say that a lot, but we want to fulfill your, your biggest dreams and goals, and we know how to do that based on what tools we have at our resources to know what jobs are available. And so I just I advise always to lead with flexibility and an open mind, um, because sometimes the things that we didn't know we wanted for ourselves when we get something different um, is just better than we could have ever
1: imagined. Right, like Rob's example of his Alaska <laughs> nurse who's never come back. <laughs> so it can happen. Having that level of flexibility is a great tip. Um Michelle, what would you add to that? Maybe different from travel, but also probably similar.
4: Yeah, there are a lot of similarities as far as the open conversation goes, but I want everyone to keep in mind that we have new health partners all the time. So I may talk to one of my per diem clinicians one, you know, one month I may call them in three more months and say, Hey, I've got exactly what you're looking for. Or, you know, I have people who I've worked with for a couple years and something came open that we didn't think was going to come open and it came open. So just keep that open mind that Danielle is right. We know what there is. We hear what you want. I promise. And just, just understand we're trying to get you there. Um, And and just be flexible. So flexibility is super important.
1: Absolutely. And I think, Michelle, what I hear from you loud and clear also is that we value um, what it is that you're saying, where you want to be, what you see that future looking like for you. And we hear and listen and retain, and we will call you whether it's two months down the road, three months down the road, uh, five years down the road. Um, But that's where we love having that dialogue and just knowing what it is and why. I think the why is really what matters, why that is what you want. Um, Rob, closing thought for us.
3: Yeah, I I mean, I can't echo what Danielle and Michelle said more. Um, One of the best questions that was ever asked to me, and I asked almost all my clinicians this question as well, is uh, presented somebody with a big goal that I had. And they said, okay, what are you willing to do to get there? Immediate floor stopper, right? Like, it's like, oh, I have to do these additional steps. I have to make these chances to get there. And to Danielle's point earlier, like, Sometimes you got to take the opportunity that's in front of you in the moment. And so, you know, knowing the goal and the destination, we can definitely guide you and get you to those those best possible scenarios. But we got to work in good, better, best a lot of times. It's it's the reality of life. And when it comes to starting as a traveler, or maybe you want to earn extra money in per diem and get to, you know, that next step, or maybe you want some experience there and, you know, to grow that there is never a better day to do it than now. Um, each day, you're going to come up with a new reason why maybe I shouldn't or maybe I won't. But if you kind of trust your gut and and find, again, I can't say this enough, find somebody you trust. Find a recruiter that you can partner with and you trust through and through. Um, and, you know, when you find that person, there's going to be reasons not to, um, but there's a whole lot of reasons more to. Um, I, I find that we we got a lot more the, the chances we didn't take than the ones we did. Um, so definitely not a better time to do it now and, and, uh, you know, work in that good, better, best, and you'll get to an amazing place.
1: Yeah. I love that. Such great advice from this panel. Um, hopefully all of you listening learned something. I know Rachel's going to pop back up here in a second, but um, we are just so thankful for uh, the opportunity to come back on the Gypsy Nurse. We love this community. Um, we thank love having you. working <laughs> with you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Um, and we love being able to share our knowledge and information. Feel free to reach out to any of us if there's um, any additional questions, but Definitely. hopefully we answered something.
0: Yeah. No, you- <laughs> (laughs) had some really great things you talked about that was you know very helpful very insightful um everyone in the comments seemed very um pleased with what all you guys had to say so thank you so much we love having you on here um you're a gypsy nurse favorite so um we'll have you on anytime um but yeah thank you guys again so much thank you to our community for watching and we'll see you next time bye